بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد ما برادرز اند سسترز اي وونت تو اسك يو ا كويشن اند ذا كويشن اي وونت تو اسك يو از وات از ذا ديفرنس بين اكسبنسيف اند فاليوبل تو ووردز از ذير ا ديفرنس say something is expensive you say something is valuable is there a difference first of all there is what is the difference adim expenses lose expensive loses value and valuable does okay that's a good one anybody else expensive and valuable huh you're right that's a good definition another one is that expensive is when you really don't get value for money right so you are paying a lot of money but what you are getting is really not worth that that's expensive valuable is where you are paying a lot of money and what you are getting is worth that and more right i also like to sometimes interpret this in terms of the asset value and how asset value either goes up or goes down so something which is a depreciating asset is really expensive because you get it for whatever price you get it and over time the value reduces whereas an appreciating asset even though you may pay more to get it but over time the value appreciates now in business when we do investment decisions particularly we do something called a cost benefit analysis so you say this is the cost of the thing but what is the anticipated benefit from from that and if the cost benefit analysis is positive meaning that the benefit is expected to be more than the cost then you make that investment otherwise you don't the reason i'm saying that is because in life also for us we have <coughs> our currency in life is really time right our currency is actual currency is time there is no other currency time we have the problem with our currency of time is two problems actually first of all we don't know how much we have right we don't know how much we have and second thing is that it is a non renewable currency what is spent is spent you'll never get it back no matter where you spent it so what is gone is gone will never come back and how much i have left i don't know it's a very within quotes a very bad bad scene i mean in if you just translate that into money terms believe me you won't sleep for a week the reason we still go to sleep is because we really don't think we should think i'm not saying lose sleep but i'm saying we should really think that we have this currency which is non 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 renewable you cannot make it you can't create it you can't renew it what is spent is spent and whether you like it or not it gets spent that's another pro- another problem with it one day goes i mean no matter what you do what that 24 hours is gone yesterday is finished khalas now if that yesterday was a beautiful absolutely brilliant day for me and i 
really earned something, Alhamdulillah. But if it wasn't, if I just wasted it, it got wasted. But 24 hours is gone. So we have a currency which is non-renewable, which gets spent anyway, and which we don't know how much we have left. So therefore, we need to translate this into saying, how can I make this as valuable as possible? And that's the reason I, I brought in the, the issue of cost-benefit analysis. Now take that cost-benefit analysis analogy and apply it on our lives and say, the time that I'm spending, what is the reward, what is the return for this time I'm getting? And remember, I'm not only saying the return in terms of, you know, time spent in dhikr and tilawat al-Quran and so on. Not, not only that. Alhamdulillah, this is good. We should do that. But whatever you spend time on, for example, time spent in building good relationships, time spent in learning things, right? To give you one beautiful example from the seerah of what I, what I call cost-benefit analysis. Take Rasulullah's situation after Fatah Makkah. Here was the Prophet ﷺ. He had been persecuted. He had been harmed. He had been, uh, you know, all kinds of things happened to him. Both material as well as psychological, emotional. For 13 years and more. Even while, in, while he was in Madinah, this whole thing was going on. And then when he got control of Makkah, when, when, he, when he conquered Makkah, Fatah Makkah, he had a choice. And the choice was retribution on the one hand. Take revenge. Even if you don't take revenge, at least compensation. You took my $10, give back $10. That's, that's fair. I mean, what, what's wrong with that? Right? He could have done that. He could have done more which is actually revenge and retribution. That was one choice. The other choice is what he did, which is, he said to them, there is no blame on you today. Forgave everybody. He forgave everybody. And he did not even seek compensation for what he lost or what any of the Muhajirun lost and all of them lost. And this is one of the many amazing things about the Sahaba, that not one single one of them protested. Not a single one of them said, Ya Rasulullah, this is good, Alhamdulillah, you don't want anything back, but I lost some things. Why don't I get my thing back? Right? They would have said, I mean, this is a legitimate thing. Somebody could have, made, somebody could have asked this question. Right? Suhaib al-Rumi, for example, the other day I told you the whole story. He lost everything. He could have come and said, Ya Rasulullah, now it's my turn. I mean, these people took, took everything. Just tell them to give back what, what belongs to me. That would have been a legitimate, logical, fair, justified request. No one did it. Nobody did it. So what was the cost now? If you're saying cost-benefit analysis, what's the cost? The cost is, first of all, emotional cost of forgiving people. It's not easy, believe me. It is not easy. And... We do, we carry grudges which are really only ego-based, nothing else. Right? I mean, who, who killed me or who killed my children or who, uh, you know, insulted me or, or took away my property or nothing. It's ours, ours is only ego-based. So and so did not do salah this day. Some nonsense. I mean, that, nothing else. In the case of the Prophet and the Sahaba, these were actual 
میٹیریل یو نو ہارم وچ واز ڈن سو فوگیونگ پیپل واز ناٹ ایزی رائٹ وین وی ٹیل دی اسٹوریز ان دا سیر سم ٹائمس آئی ٹیل مائی سیل وی ٹیل دا اسٹوری ویری ایزیلی رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم دس ہیپن دیٹ ہیپن ہیو یو اینی کلو ہیو یو اینی آئیڈیا واٹ اٹ ایکچولی مینس ہاؤ مینی ٹائمس ہیو یو ہرڈ دا اسٹوری وین نبی صلی اللہ سیٹ فاطمہ رضی اللہ عنہ شی واز ناٹ ایٹن فار تھری ڈیز رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ان دا بیٹل آف خندق وین دے ور ڈگنگ دا ٹرینچ اے مین کیم یا رسول اللہ آئی ایم سو ہنگری لفٹڈ ہز شرٹ ہی ہیڈ اسٹون وچ ہی ہیڈ ٹائٹ ٹو ہز بیلی نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم لفٹڈ ہز شرٹ ہی ہیڈ تھری اسٹونس وی ٹیل آل دی اسٹوریز مائی پوائنٹ از ہاؤ مینی آواز ہیو ایون فاسٹڈ فار ٹوینٹی فور آورس جسٹ لائک دیٹ ٹوینٹی فور آورس وائی ڈونٹ وی ڈو دیٹ لیٹس لیٹس ٹرائی فار تھری ڈیز ڈونٹ ایٹ اینی تھنگ ایکسپٹ جسٹ ڈرنک واٹر دیٹس اٹ یو وانٹ ڈائی بلیو می آئی مین فار سم بڈی لائک می ایف آئی فاسٹ فار تھری منتھس آلسو نتھنگ ہیپن ٹو می جسٹ ٹو فیل اٹ مائی پوائنٹ واٹ ڈڈ دے فیل وین دے ڈڈ ناٹ ایٹ فار تھری ڈیز we don't even have that feel mind say we just tell the story but my point here is on the one hand the cost was yes it was difficult to forgive but what was the benefit the benefit was that rasulullah sallallahu in one stroke wiped out the reason and cause for every vendetta every revenge in the future because they were dealing with people who used to have who used to have vendettas for generations over somebody's camel drank water first and somebody's camel drank water <laughs> next and over that they were killing 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 each other that was the kind of mentality of the people with those people imagine if rasulullah sallallahu alaihi had taken revenge what would have happened the whole uh, work of the dawah of islam would have got scuttled would have would have would have been finished because people would have been would have gone into the spin of so and so killed mine so i killed yours and this happened this nothing would have would have been done So for the benefit of the cause which was huge Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave up his own internal it takes a huge amount of strength for him to forgive and for him to keep control of his emotions but he did that so here is a is case of cause benefit i'm not talking about cause benefit in terms of money i'm talking talking cause benefit in terms of feeling and action and our own amal and that's what i want to leave with you let us think about this and say what cost benefit equations are working in my life what grudges am i carrying who am i not forgiving what am i doing who am i not speaking to just a question just make one phone call to somebody and you would have brightened up their whole day right we have got all we have got the tools for communication but we don't communicate so think about that and say what can i do maybe it's a small thing but the benefit is huge for me and for others inshallah may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to do that and to earn and to maximize the benefit of this currency of time that allah jalla jalaluhu gave us so that when we meet him inshallah we will not have to regret that i had this time and i did not use it we don't want to be in that situation wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahman